Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Afro 387, your favorite podcast. We're back again. Wavy. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm tired. I'm sleepy. How? Why? How? Why? It's the weekend. I don't, I don't, it's, it's a Sunday. It's not a weekend. It's a Sunday. Because I don't have it's still part of the weekend. I don't, yeah, no, I don't have a regular weekend, like from Saturday or from Friday night. Because I work on Saturdays too. So it's just Sunday. It's not the weekend for me. It's Sunday for me. And I'm sleeping. Mm. And it's allowed. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. At least they are paying you, uh, Anna. <laughs> anyway, that's not topic for discussion. They are paying you good now. Topic for discussion today is football. For the first time, I think this is the first time we are talking sports here. Are you sure? Yeah, sports. What sports? We've talked about. We've talked about. Uh, I think uh, was it doping? Doping in sports? Nope, we haven't. We haven't. Oh, okay. No, no. We talked about. Um, uh, what do you call it? No, 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 no marijuana. We talked about. Um, well, what do you call it? Oh, we had we even had Mike here for that show. We talked about um, this transgender people um, coming in sports. Okay, yeah. So that was more from the LGBTQ standpoint than the sports. Mm, okay. Sports, yeah. Okay. Like this hardcore all sports related. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, disclaimer: I'm not uh, okay. I'm an athletic person. But I'm not a fanatic of sports, I should say. So mm. Mm, I might be a bit technical. You, you also like. I don't see you to be a sports enthusiast. I. Yep, I'm, I'm. I'm not really a sports person. I just, I just watch what I can watch. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's not athletic in any way. Trust me. Nope. Have you run before? Like, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Have you been like in school from KG to wherever? Have you competed? Um, the only time I ever remember running was running for my life. <laughs> that's 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 all I can remember. <laughs> no, I haven't. But when I was when I was very young, like four class four, five, six, I used to I used to run. You know how we just do our own games in the class and stuff like. I used to play football and stuff. I went from like the GSS era going. I, I just, I just realized I wasn't a sports person like that. So I just stepped back from all that. Hmm, okay. Yeah. So on today's show, we'll be doing only talking, no athletic lifting whatsoever. So I think we are nope, safe. Nope. 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 Yep. 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 <laughs> so let's hit the ball rolling, shall we? Yep. Okay, so AFCON 2021 ended only last week Sunday. And congratulations to Senegal for yeah, taking yeah, home yeah, yeah. the trophy, the most coveted trophy on the continent. Congratulations uh-huh. to them once again. I mean, it's their first time ever in 60 years Ooh, to win. I didn't even know that. So you can oh. imagine the euphoria, their excitement, like, and their president declared Monday a holiday for them. Can you imagine? Oh, nice. Like, they are so elated. 
and Sadio Main, the highlights of, of the whole team, the whole Senegal team. Congratulations mm-hmm. to them. So that will bring me to my first question. Is Senegal the uh, A little correction. I think okay. it's Sadio Mane. No, Mane. 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 It's Sadio Mane. Trust me. This one, for this one alone, trust me. I play so I play FIFA, so trust. Okay, so me, I'm using English. <laughs> I'm speaking English apparently. No, no, no problem. No problem. Yes, Let's go. Thank you. Okay, so congratulations to them. And do you think they are deserving of the trophy? Um. <clears throat> so, as long as they won, I think they deserve it. First of all, secondly, I wasn't really able to um, follow the games like that because of the time difference. Most of the time, most of these games being played, I would be asleep. So I was really checking with the the scores and the uh, the scores and the table. And looking at the a uh, couple of the couple of last games, they they probably they did very well. I I saw a couple of games where they they they, they, they drew. It was just one. I think one or two games, but most of the other games they won. You understand? Most of the other games they won. So I I think they deserve it. I think they deserve it. Okay, so yep. uh, I didn't follow the AFCON myself, mm-hmm. just hearing from friends and highlights. But like having to know their backstory, 60 years. And then in 2019, they missed the AFCON. In 20, 2002, they missed the AFCON. And then here they are, 2020. Obviously, for 2021 Afcon, but then it was played in 2020, and then mm-hmm. they qualifying through the group stages to the semi-final, how, however they call it, quarter-final to the finals. Obviously, mm-hmm. it means they did something right to get exactly. to the finals. Yes, exactly. so on that part, they do deserve it. Although, like for penalty shootouts, I don't know. I feel it's a probability thing. Like it's a, it's a. Like a lack, a lack thing, or I don't know. So for penalty shootouts, that's how they won. They played a full ninety minutes, no, no, no um, scores from either side, Egypt or mm. Senegal, and then they had to play a penalty shootout, and then that's how they won. But yes, like overall, I, I really, I strongly feel they do deserve the win. They do deserve mm. the win. Obviously, it would, it would be uh, an accumulation of their hard work and consistency over the years, over a period, for them to get to this far and then actually lifting the trophy. So, yeah, mm. it's, it's a win well-deserved. Congratulations yeah, to yeah, Senegal. Yeah. Yes. And and I'm very happy for uh, Mani because um, he, he's, he's a very good um, player. So having this trophy attached to his name is, is very good for him. You know, it's very, very, very good for him. So I'm, I'm very happy for him. Yeah, but not only yep. is he a good player too. Like he's a good human being, a good citizen, a patriotic oh, yeah. one. He's yeah. not in for the money per se. Like he's yeah. proud to play for his country. He's proud to represent his country, and he does so much for his country. Online, yeah. you, you will come there. So yeah, <laughs> they, they, they do deserve it. Okay, so yep. my second question. What did our beloved country, Ghana, do wrong in Afghanistan? 
This is my time. This is my time. You can go back and forth so many times on this matter, but I feel like I I don't I just don't get why we see I'm comfortable with us losing eh with a Ghanaian coach than spending than spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to bring for a foreign coach, bring his translator, pay for hotels, pay for all sorts of exclusive things, and then most of these people don't even spend money in 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 in, in, the, in Ghana. Have you ever seen any of those foreign coaches in some of these um, big big top places in Ghana spending money? You don't even see them. Like anytime there's a vacation, there's a holiday, there's anything, flight out of the country. That's where they go. And so the money they make here, pa, they don't they don't even spend. I don't think they spend anything because the accommodation is definitely paid for, transportation provided. I'm sure fuel provided. So they don't spend anything in the country. They take all that money back to where they come from. And what what, to, uh, what, what what's the show for? Like nothing. You understand? And when we have a foreign, when we have a local coach who say all sorts of degrading things, even the people sometimes we don't even think about um, the the coach, like what he's going through. Of course, he doesn't want to lose. Of course, he wants to win, but we don't think about his his how he feels or anything. People just say anything. So a lot of players and coaches alike in Ghana don't really feel the need or don't really feel that love to to play or uh, coach for the local team. And then when they when some of them do want to do it, after two, three, four, five games, and then you want to kick them out. Two, three, four, five games, and then you want to kick them out and replace them. So I don't know. I think we have a long way to go. You understand? I think we have a long way to go. And looking at the team right now, the team is... The team, the team is nothing close to the team we had um, in 2000 and was it 2006 to go to the World Cup, and then subsequent um, subsequent uh, matches we played or subsequent tournaments we played. Uh, this team is nowhere close to that team. This team is still finding their ground. They are still trying to get their um, team chemistry together, but it takes time. And with the right coach, you understand the coach would have to also like. Would also have to, um, what do you call it? We'll have to, um, we'll have to grow with them. You understand? We'll have to be with them for a while. So, the least thing, one or two, three, four, five games, one, two, three years, and then you kick the person out, bring. I mean, we, we have a long way to go. We've, we, we've not gained that traction yet. And I don't, I don't know why they think a foreign coach is the way to go. I, I really don't know. There are great coaches in this country. Great former players who can, who can, who can instill a lot of discipline in the in the team. So, I, I mean, I I think we can definitely bounce back. We still have some very good players. We still have some players that play very good ball, uh, very good soccer when they are outside. So when they come home, they will definitely do well. This is just a team chemistry thing, and it takes time. You get it. If they didn't see top this time, the next tournament or the next kind of um, the couple of friendly matches, they kind of get along more. You but sometimes some of these players have like two or three days to the game just to just to come together and then um to train. Two or three games, two or three days to the game. And you 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 wouldn't expect. So it's more like is the matches is the tournament that is actually the 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 proven ground for them, which is not the best. It takes time. So 
I feel like um, we can definitely bounce back. I mean, Ghana, Ghana has Ghana has been like a football country. Like it's quite unfortunate when um, <clears throat> here here in Japan they really used to they really used not to be very good at football back in the day. But um, right now they are so good at football that they ask me that what's what's the popular sport in Ghana? I'd be like football. Then they'd be like, oh, so in the like. In the like FIFA rankings, where does Ghana fall? And then I, I then I, it's like I'm like, man, <laughs> you get it? Because if that is the most popular football, sorry, if that's the most popular um, um, um sports in your country, then you should really rank that high. Then the first the defense ask what's the popular sports, and then they ask me, um, um does, is Ghana good? And I'll be like, yes. And then I think that's where the question is going to end, or the questions are going to end. And then the next question is, where does Ghana fall? And then I'm like, you understand? Just recently, the, uh, I think the under 20, is it under 20? Under 20 played with Japan. And, yo, it was, I don't know if you heard about that. Um, they played uh, two matches, I think, home and away. Home, Japan scored them 6 nil. Away, Japan scored them 4 nil. So in total, 10 nil. Okay, 10 nil low. And you can imagine when they're asking you whether your team is good and you say yes, and then they ask you where does it for then you know that the person actually knows what they are saying or what they're asking you. So we used to be that we used to be that um that powerhouse when it comes to soccer in Africa. But I feel I feel like we'll, we'll, we'll eventually get there. I feel like we'll eventually climb back there. It takes time. You lose your team, you lose your players, some of them are growing old, new ones are coming in, and we had some issues too. A couple of years ago, with uh, the GFA and the government and all that, so it takes time to rebuild that, um, and a lot of trust has gone from the team. But I think I think they will they will they will get there. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not too discouraged by their performance. I think they will they will they will put they will they will come together and do that. So yeah. Okay, for me, I'm personally tired of. We'll get there, and for how long? Like, how long is it going to take for us to get there? This is Ghana we are talking about. This is the Black Stars. This is the the like the shortest time we've spent in a competition, especially if Afcon, not even the World Cup, Afcon. We didn't even mm-hmm. qualify past the the prelims, and then like it's so sad. It's so, a new a new country. I've forgotten the name of the country that kick this out but then a new country that we we didn't even know existed until they featured in the afghan and then they kick us out you see the thing about our football association is we are so we put everything into it we feel it gives us a return and all but i don't get why we constantly have to like entice the players there are players down here who with uh, as little as whatever, good players, or just that they are not on the international scene, so we don't know them that much or we don't hear of them, but good players, good, good players, who will do anything for the country and for the game they love. However, we go bringing these people from wherever, paying for their tickets, everything, and then we still have to entice them. Like, what is that need for us to entice them? For crying out loud, you are playing for your country. You're not playing for some stranger. You're not playing for like it's 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 for your country. It should be something sacrificial. Yes, we will pay you something or we'll cater for certain costs and stuff. But then we shouldn't always have to entice. Oh, like if you qualify to this stage, 
this, if you qualify to that stage, these are taxpayers' money. You make a lot more outside playing for clubs than you, you earn here. And how many times in a year do you compete for your country? You get it. So why do we always have to entice them with money, entice them? Like, for me, I feel money is a wrong motivator. I never believe in enticing people with money to do something. Because then their whole motive is the money, the money, the money. And then it clouds judgments. You don't really, you are performing because of the money. You might not even be thinking straight. It's the money that is driving you to, oh, kick the ball here, pass it. Oh, me koshe, me koshe. Like you, it, first of all, that is so wrong for me. It's about time we select players who are willing to die, put their life on the line for mm. the country, rather than being motivated by money. And we do not necessarily have to call every big shot from an outside club. We have talented players here. A mixture will be good. But then, and then that's the, the thing. We are not consistent as a people. Or when it comes to uh, uh, sports, we are not consistent. Because take, for instance, um, Senegal. Sisi, he used to be a player himself. He used to be the, the um, captain of the Senegalese team. Okay, mm. He's also played internationally. Since 2015, he has been the coach. Since 2015, how many years is that? Seven years. He has been the coach of the head coach of the Senegalese national team. Okay, did they kick him out? No. No. Did they win? 2019, they didn't qualify. But he was the... You get it. Consistency is key. The, the fact that this person doesn't take you to a certain point, I mean, they, they will make mistakes. They will learn from it. They will come and better it. But then you bring this coach expecting a particular result. You don't get it. You kick them off, bring it. So new mistakes, and then you are not given the opportunity to correct it, to advance, okay? You keep changing players here and there. Okay, I feel this person is better, this person. Like, have some stability, some consistency, and work on yourself. Because you keep bringing new people, new technical teams, and all of that. It's, it's frustrating, it actually impedes growth. You think you are, you are doing something, but you really are not. If they, have, they had maintained Chrissy up here, definitely he would have done a whole lot better because he will learn. He knows the players better. He understands our terrain, the language, and everything. Rather than always flying people here and there, oh, oh this person, then we'll insult, we'll bash, and then sack the person, bring another person, sack the person, bring another. Like, for what? For what, really? So I, I think those are the major things like we do wrong. The money being the incentive and ties the players and all of that. Like they've gotten so used to it. Oh, if I appear cry, at least I'm going back home with this. Like it shouldn't be the case. It shouldn't be the case at all. And we should be consistent with the team, the technical team, the coaches, and everybody. Like there should be some form of consistency. So that at least if, if like, the, the next four years, if there's another cup, there shouldn't be about 30 new faces. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be at all. There shouldn't be. Like, there should be some threshold of, like, family, familiarity. We've played before. We understand ourselves. We know our tactics. Like, you get my vibe and all of that. Like, that would be better than always bringing a new team, a new team, a new squad. It's so wrong. So I, I think, in my opinion, those are the things we do wrong. Yeah, and adding to what you were saying about um, um, young talents in a country who would who, who would even play for free. I mean, who would play without you 
giving them all those incentives. If you have a foreign coach, this foreign coach comes in, he doesn't even know those young players. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know those young players. So what they, what what we they do and I've heard over time and time again is that some of these people are paying like they pay for. They say that some of them it's an investment. You understand? They pay a lot of money in dollars sometimes. That oh, put this player on, put this player on, add this player to the team, add that player to the team. So a foreign coach who just come in, you are paying him. He's at the end of the day, he's getting his pay, and then you tell him that put this guy here, put this guy here. He's definitely going to take it like that. But I feel like a local coach. I mean. You can also bribe the local coach anyway, but I feel like with the local coach, he's seen some of these talents. He's seen them both in the local Premier League. He's seen some of them here and there. So this person isn't forced to pick this person or take this person or isn't really looking at players outside. There was this young, uh, talented player recently. Everybody was thinking was going to play for Ghana. He said, no, he's he's not doing it. And... Uh, like I remember first when you say you don't want to play for Ghana, people actually insult you. But now, when you say you don't want to play for Ghana, I see people saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, don't, no, 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 don't even waste your time coming to come and play for Ghana." At the end of the day, they will insult you. They will never appreciate what you do. So this day, so this day, after everything Asamojan has done for this country, eh? So this day, they still they still ridicule him on Twitter because of that penalty. They still ridicule Asamojan because of. Uh, uh, that one penalty, and it's and you can see for him, you can see it's actually affecting his mental health because anytime they bring it up, he he gets very very annoyed and then he he's he's very vocal about it, which I feel like he shouldn't actually mind them. They would eventually. I remember when Steve Napier became a meme, like he he became a meme that trended for 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 over for months, but he never said a word. I I think I even saw him actually use the meme also. Like I think I also saw him use the meme, and then everybody laughed about it, and then it was over. But I mean, Obiani said that they process certain things. But look at how um, 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 Asamajan was treated. I mean, he he also had his part to play in certain things. But yo, you can't take away the fact that that guy really did well for the the, the team. You understand? So I, I I don't know. Me foreign coach for what? Like I said, I'd rather we lose with a with a local coach than go for a foreign coach, come and take all this money and still lose. Like you bab Charlie. Yeah. So that's the story of our life. Very sad. Very, 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 very I think um and I think because we've seen Ghana do very yeah, I mean, quite incredible in the last uh, what, ten years. Yeah, ten, fourteen years. So I think we are very, very expectant every time, and we we get our hopes, we we get let down every time. So it's it's quite sad, but I I, I it's it's a matter of team chemistry. So let's let's see what happens. Okay. Then of course, hearts of hope signed mm. Sule Muntari mm-hmm. to play for their club. Yeah. Now, this for me comes off in two ways, but okay. I would like to know what you think. <laughs> what do okay. you think about Suleiman Tari signing to Hats of Hope? I think it's brilliant. Um, I feel like all these legends who have who have uh, made a name for themselves locally and then internationally need to come back and give back. You understand? Of course, they will get paid, but 
looking at how much they, 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 they get paid from playing in Italy and UK and you can never pay them that good. You can never pay them that well like how they used to play over there. But uh, of course they are they are going out of um, they are they are not young energetic like they used to be. So um, they maybe they are even their contribution might not be that much but it brings a lot of uh, attention to the local league. I remember when um, 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 Asamoah joined uh, Ligon, Ligon, is it Ligon City's FC? I think um, a couple of years ago, it really brought eye on the local, the, the local league. Um, it brought a lot of attention for both the team. I think a lot of people didn't even really know Ligon, Ligon City's FC. And then there here's a team that has signed a whole Asamoah so I think um, people were disappointed with his 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 his, uh, his his play. It hasn't matter. It still brought a lot of uh, um, confidence in the team itself, in the league, um, and all that. So it's, it, to me, it's like giving back. It's like giving back to your country. And a lot of some of a lot of these players do it. Um, um, is it? Oh, what's his name? A lot of these Brazilian players, after they've gone and played all over the world. They do it. They come back home and do it. A lot of these, um, uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the country, but a lot of these players that uh, their leagues are not as as uh, vibrant as the English Premier League is or as the Bundesliga is. They go back to their country and then give some, give, give, give sort of give back. They might never be. They might never be as active and as good as they used to be. That one day, you can't. They can't be um, still vibrant like they they were when they were in their twenties and their their mid twenties and late twenties. But the attention it brings is, uh, is, is 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 very good. So with me, hundred percent for it. I think it's a very good idea, and I wish all the the the, the big players would always do this. You understand. Just sign, sign with any team. It doesn't have to be Hearts or Kotoko. Just any team. It's 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 it's, it's a very good idea. Okay. So for me, yes, it's it's going to bring attention to the Ghana Premier League, and mm. people are going to patronize it and pay more attention to it. Yeah, definitely, no doubt. I was talking to a friend when I heard this. He's a football fanatic. So I was like, okay, what do you think about Sule Muntari signing? I was like, oh, he's old and then he will not be patronized outside. So that's why, that's the reason for the move. I'm like, really? Okay, so how old is Cristiano Ronaldo? He says 36. I'm like, okay, Sule Muntari is 37. So what's the difference? Then he's like, okay, a Caucasian 36 is not the same as a black 37. I'm like, okay, that that's I'm, like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that's nonsense. No, that's what you would say, but out there, out there in their world, it's it's legit. It's legit. It's not because no, it it is. Do you know why? Take for instance Asamoajan. Asamoajan mm. at some point couldn't get a club in the English Premier League or even in the La Liga. Okay, he had to go where to China. He had to go play for China. He had to come mm. play for, I think, some African country, Egypt or something. You get it. So it's a thing. It's a real thing. That discrimination it's, it's, is... It, no, 
no uh, you're okay you're, you're looking at it in a discriminatory way yeah yeah, but yeah. It... they look at it they look at it in terms of performance okay they look at it in terms of performance if you are getting towards the ending of your your career and you are still you are still very very good i'm telling you you get the clubs now um everybody is doesn't even matter whether it's in ghana or it's where everybody is different you understand um where i am right now a 70 year old man is i see a 70 year old um um, a man quite different from a 50 like i've seen 70 year old men where i am who look younger than a 50 year old man in ghana but then it could be vice versa i've seen vice versa too so um certain people might grow but they uh, they might not be as strong as certain people at certain ages people people will never be the same i don't i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say but then i know suleiman tari first of all when, when he said he's signing for the money hey, oh suleiman tari is, is excuse my word is stupid rich he doesn't need that money i'm telling you that guy doesn't need that money when he was playing for inter he was playing for all those um, Italian leagues. He was doing his business on the side. That guy was into serious like car dealership business. That guy is, is silly rich. He doesn't need that money. Asamajan, for example, when he came to sign back home, that guy went to play with uh, China and then played for, um, what's the name? Uh, played for um, a team in the UAE. See, the money he makes from those two clubs was more than what he was making in uh was more than what he was making where where he was formerly but see that money he's made there he's super comfortable he doesn't need that money from the local league so the last thing people should be looking at is money those players i'm telling you are very well to do they don't need the money you understand and suleiman tari i know that anytime i i know because he comes to train he used to train or he still does train around um legon the Legon Park. So every time he was in Ghana, that's where he comes to train. And that guy is still very vibrant. Like I heard, very, 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 very active and still very vibrant. You understand? But then again, they look at um, performance. You understand? And also um, your stats. Okay? It, it, it stats. Um, a keeper like... Is it... Is it Buffon? Hey. Yo, I've been cut off from the football world. Even even before I was in Ghana, I wasn't really that active. But when I came here, there's bad. But I've forgotten which keeper it, 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 he is. Ah, yo, into the guy's 40s, he was still catching because he was very, very good. You understand? When they were younger keepers, is it? He's Caucasian. It's not about Caucasian. It's not about Caucasian. It's the performance. Are you t- Listen, black don't crack, first of all. Black don't crack. Okay, Suleiman. So that bag doesn't crack, are they? Exactly. So that's where the discrimination comes in. I'm telling you. I am telling you. Do you think? Do you think that if one of these um, English Premier League or Spanish leagues like called him, okay, like he he would he would say I'm not going. Do you really think? So it it uh, this this question is towards what is towards um it's towards a motive for yeah. money. No, 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 not for money per se. But you know, some people like still want to do what they love so at some point it really doesn't matter where but i'm just saying like if he had that option to choose between an outside club and hearts of folk i i doubt he would lean towards hearts of folk but then is it mm. is it a good call definitely it is it mm. is that that's mm. all i'm saying okay okay i i i don't fully i don't fully grabs this i don't fully grabs this thing but 
the last thing I want anybody to think is that it's money motivated. I'm telling you, those 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 guys are those guys yeah, are so wealthy. Someone passion and all and like be active. Yeah, and, be and yes. look at look at Michael Asian. Michael Asian never came back to play for any local league. I mean, if he wants, so if he comes, yeah, people so will say, is it? If he had joined the technical side or something, then I'll be like, oh, okay, bravo or something. But the fact that he's act- actively playing, that's where I am like, okay, yeah, but we still love him. Either which way, either which way, either whether he joins the technical or he joins the uh, playtime on the, on, the, on the field, people would always say, say it's money motivated. Here in Ghana, people will always say it's money motivated, you understand? But um, look, I'm, I'm just making an example. Look at ACM, for example. He he doesn't play for any team. He doesn't come back to play for local league. But you, that man is is set is set for the rest of his life. You you perhaps so that's the last thing I want people to be looking at. That's money motivated. There's no money motivated. Those guys are are comfortable, Charlie. Yeah, you tell you tell um hundred about 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 fifty thousand, eighty thousand, hundred thousand pounds a week, Charlie. <laughs> for years you are good you don't you don't really need this local uh, distance so when they are doing it people should respect and praise them because they, I, f- I feel like they are giving back but you also don't see how like let's say you see a big fish in a small pond kind of scenario in the sense mm. that okay these players in the local leagues don't really have that um big of a fan base and traction mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And then someone mm-hmm. like Montari coming there, like, he he has the spotlight. He has the attention. Like, he will yeah. rule the headlines. You don't mm-hmm. see how that uh, kind of dims the light of the, the, the other equally good players. So, it's the same way. It's the same way you have a team like, it's the same way you have a team like uh, PSG. PSG had fantastic players before they signed uh, before they signed Messi before they signed Neymar, but then would you say that because Neymar because Neymar uh, uh, Messi joined them, they he's taking the spotlight from the rest of the team? I feel like he rather put the spotlight on the team. So then we realize that oh, okay, um, and, and PSG, of course with him at the center, but. If without him at the center, people were people people not not a lot of people were really watching the French the French league. You but not a lot of people were watching the French. A lot of people were watching PSG anytime they play in um the the uh, the, the uh, what do you call it in this the international games. I forgot it. I don't want to say a wrong. Uh, I don't want to say a wrong yeah, league. So let, let's but keep moving. and there are a couple of there are a couple of leagues, not just one, but. He, um, the people actually watch PSG when they go and play outside more than they play in their local league. You bab. So when he went there, he put he put a spotlight on even the, some of the younger players. Like, oh, I mean, Messi did his thing, but this guy too is also doing very well. You understand? This guy is the one that supplied Messi with most of his passes. This guy um, assisted Messi with this. This guy did this with Neymar. So it puts a spotlight on these some of these players right now. So you, you and I would definitely go and check out the highlights of the of the first or the next match he's going to play. Something we wouldn't have done if he wasn't there. Now imagine we go and look at this, and then there's a young talent in there who even scored, who even scored two goals, and then Sulemontari scored one. What does this do? It puts the highlight on that person too. You understand? So 
they, 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 yeah, I feel like they, they, it's, it's more positive than negative. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. It's mm-hmm. more positive yeah. than negative. And then I would actually love for it to happen more frequent so that um, exactly. the, our, our Premier League becomes booming, profitable, mm-hmm. all things being equal. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Lastly, or last but not the least, we don't know. Stephen Pearson plays for Olympics. Mm. The Great Olympics, a Ghanaian football club. Yeah. What do you think about this? Yeah or nay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, I just did my little research. It, not only him, but Lai Kinsinson also plays for Great Olympics. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they actually play together. And both of them were born um, outside. Both of them were not born here. And they could have chosen to play in those foreign leagues and nationalize in those countries and then play for them. Maybe Karan Shankar and Poyantin, but um, they are both of them uh, in the interview said their fathers told them that they wanted them to get the Ghanaian style of play so they should come down and then start from the you can see that the intention is to come and start from the local league. I'm sure exactly. get into that's the... what I'm itching to say. Thank God you said it. The yes, way you started, get into like, the... So nice and so sweet, but the answer <laughs> <laughs> the intention is to get into the local league, um, get into the local league, get into the national team, and then pack <laughs> outside of the country, and then go to uh, uh go to the English Premier League, or most likely, or the German league, or the French league, or whatever, or the Italian league. So, um, yo, it's and just like just like the other one, I'm saying, yo, it's 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 also a sacrifice in its way because yo, if they were playing for even if even if they were in the academy of some of those teams that they were in outside there, they would be making way more money than anything Great Olympics will pay them right now. You understand? So it's good. It's good for the clubs because so the spotlight is being put on them right now because of their fathers and they are promising to deliver more than. Um, they are, um, as Napier's son was saying that he, he he is going to deliver more than his dad did. So it's putting the spotlight on these teams and I, I, I think it's helpful. But at the end of the day, we know we know what their intentions are and then when they get that spotlight, we know where they want to go. But I mean, after all, what? <laughs> and if they are able to get themselves, um, if they're able to play well, get themselves on the international market, I mean, kudos to them. Yeah. Because even the Ayu brothers started playing from here. And not long, mm-hmm. they went out. So, me, when I heard this, I kind of knew where it's going. Like, okay, get the basics here. Get some stuff here. Like, know how mm. it's like playing for your country and all of that. But they won't stay long. Because with their connections Stephen Apia has, their club, his son could play for is even Marcel. Because mm. he's close with the guy like that. You, you get it. So it would be easy for okay. him to play for such a team. But then for the motive, it, not that it's good. I mean, something has to give sometimes. It's a win-win for the Premier League and for Stephen Apia's son, like Kingston's son. Like, they get some mm. experience or exposure they would otherwise not get. Like, you start tough, then you are built tough. So anywhere mm. you find yourself, you can adjust. So yeah, it's good. But we wish they could stay longer. Rather than start here, go and then come and climax here. 
but all the same, like we'll take what we get. We'll take what we get. So it's good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brings us. Or oh, you have something to say? No, 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 no. I'm just saying kudos to them. Them and we just hope to do better. Like if we pump all these monies into football and relegate the other sports, even the women's side of the football and we don't get enough out. Like it's sad. It's sad. Mm. So we right. need to restructure. And then you know, you know how Ghanaians are. When this this thing happened, this Afcon thing, then they started remembering Christine Yantechi. That if Christine Yantechi was here, it wouldn't be like this. And if Christine Yantechi <laughs> wasn't like which kind of people are we? We are Ghanaians. <laughs> oh my god. Like it's so bad though. It's so bad. Like so so bad. We pull people down, and then, like, when they are no longer there, we are like, oh, he could have done better. He could have, like, it's so bad. It's so bad. We all need, like, a change of mind and everything. Reorientation. Reorientation. We need it. Reorientation. Reorient our psyche, because it's toxic. It's toxic. And then it, 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 it prevents people from actually giving their best, going their, like going all out to do something. Sure. Sure. So if football fanatics are hearing us, please and please and please, be, we get that you have passion for the game and all, but also be mindful of the things you say. Like imagine if any of these players or coaches are your family members, your relatives. Some of these things you all say, it's, it's too much. It's too much. And it actually goes a long way to affect the person's career if they don't have, like, strong mental agility. And then, of course, like, the the Ghana Football Association, they need some serious restructuring. And the government, like, stop bribing. It's more like bribe. Oh, can't play. If you qualify to this stage, you get, like, for what? For what? We've taken our politics into football. It's so sad. It's so sad. Like a Ghana pan, Ghana pan, Afcon. Young Kokra semi finals. Young Kokra. Anyway, the least said the better, but I guess we've made our points and we hope you, you all listen and do better. Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> what you're saying, you hope they will listen to the eh, I mean, I hope they listen. Like, I hope they learn from their mistake. We also don't learn from our mistake. We'll come and talk plenty and everybody will give their version, but then we'll do the same old thing again. Same old See, thing basically, again. basically, um, what I have realized about Ghanaians is that we, first of all, we talk too much. You understand? Secondly, um, secondly, everybody is everybody's a doctor, everybody's a nurse, everybody's an engineer, everybody's an accountant, everybody's the president, everybody's the gatesman, everybody's a policeman, everybody's a soldier, everybody's a football player. When it's football time, and I don't know man you see, see, and uncle see. When it's time when they when they say the doctors have gone on strike, and the doctors no, and I'm going to say, and I also have a health service, yes, see, and I don't know, man, yes, see. When the president 
says A. They say, I don't know, no, 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 we are president. They uncut. I didn't also any B. And I players, no, I didn't know. Omoko, no, Moko, Faha, no, Mumfabona, and Faha. That's the thing about Ghana. We know too much. We know too much. A jack of a jack of all trees, master of none. That, that's that's exactly what uh, uh, Ghanaians are, and that that is a, that is the exact opposite of Japanese people. They don't like if I am a doctor and you you are a lawyer. When I meet you, one of the first acknowledgements is that hey, Lord, I don't know anything about law. Like Lord, yeah, it's 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 such a big thing to me. I don't like this. It's more of like a compliment to each other. Like then you to be like hey, maybe when I'm even when I even have headache, I don't even know what's wrong with me. I just think that. Uh, something is happening to me and then I just find out that a doctor will tell me that it's just headache. You know, and because of that, they stay in the lane that they are in. So when it comes to this thing, I'm the aspect of this. I wouldn't go and talk about the football players and what they should have done. You understand? Like, mm. if it comes to a doctor, they are that one, they make it be. But they call a law and a sports and a entertainment industry. I make okay be saying, you the pop, so that's one thing I think I think about Ghana. And we, we, we talk too much. Even when we have nothing to show for, not nothing to show for. You understand? We talk so much, nothing to show for. I realize in Ghana when you're trying to do something, everybody be like, either it's not nice, or they say you are copying someone. Oh, Kantaka, when Kantaka does something, but they say, oh, he, he copied this or he copied that. So quick to say that this person copied this. But the the Benz and Audi and uh, Toyota and Bentley and all those companies you see, they copy themselves more than anyone does. But we'll let a Ghanaian do Kwame Kwame Minta that cannot even cannot even fix a bulb in his room will say, say Kantanka has copied the car and then you understand your casa too much. So for you to do anything for in Ghana for Ghanaians uh, for or development, you have to be you have to have a very top uh, top skin. And yes, I won't see me. What did I say? Yes, I won't see me. So that's that's a little thing I, I just have to say about uh, my observation about Ghanaians since I travel. Yeah, because too much, Ali. Okay. Like I kind of get where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. take for instance this podcast. Most mm-hmm. of the things we talk about, we really don't have like hardcore. We speak from a bit of experience, exactly. and then. And I, I like, from... I like, I like the, I like the disclaimer you did right from the beginning when we we're talking about sports today. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then we try to be as objective as we can be, and not like mm-hmm. say, okay, this is how we're supposed to be, blah 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 blah. So mm-hmm. I guess that's how people. But not all the time. Like, I, I also get what, what you are trying to say, that Ghanaians are fond of diagnosing people's problems and giving them the solution, but can't even see what is staring at them right in the face. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting, interesting conversation for me and you concerning mm-hmm. sports. I didn't think it would mm-hmm. go this well, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Oh, I'm also very proud of you, man. When the way when you hit me with the with the um Senegal coach, I didn't even know the Senegal coach. I was like, oh, hey, 
she do she do she did every schedule. I'm, like, oh, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. Because yeah. the last time I remember you saying football is not all that. I was like, yeah, yeah. I almost like, got into an argument. Oh. I almost got into an argument with you and I avoided it. <laughs> <laughs> Your football is live, man. Yep, 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 yep. All right, Wavy. I guess we have to sign out. Uh-huh. Thank you all uh-huh. for listening, for sticking and staying with us. We hope to hear from you. If you're listening to us from Apple Podcast, please do well to leave a rate and a review. We need it. We need it. Okay? Thank you all. Do have a nice weekend. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, which is short, but enjoy it. Make the best out of it. Do have a great week. And until next week, people, stay safe. We love you. Bye, Wavy. Bye-bye, Debs. Bye.